Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. The state of Tennessee is one of the few places where the sounds are just as breathtaking as the sights. Whether that's live music at a historic music venue, the crack of an open fire at a campsite in the wilderness, or hearing kids laughing as they explore what's right around the bend, Tennessee just sounds perfect. Start planning your trip at tnvacation.com. Tennessee sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. So you can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. It is a very special episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. I feel like we've been having very special episodes here recently. Uh, Today is Man Panel Monday, and I have two of my favorites, Jason Mesnick and Bob Guinea, joining me as co-hosts. What's up, gentlemen? Hello. Hi, guys. 
Bob, you used to do the uh, panel all the time, didn't you? Yeah, I did, used to do the man panel on uh, the Today Show a lot. It was a, it was a lot of fun. Bob, a lot we of fun. did got it me together a, lot of trouble. a few times. Yeah, we did. We definitely did. Got, got us in a lot of trouble, actually. I realized uh, how little my opinion really matters when it comes <laughs> to that kind of stuff. <laughs> the uh, Did you ever feel like... Did you hear feedback from that panel? Oh my God. Like, like a a crazy amount. And it's, um, you know, when I was the bachelor many, many years ago, they didn't have social media back then. And so what we had were all these chat rooms where people would go in and basically just shred you. And it reminded me of that. It reminded me of that. Like I'd go on there and give advice. Like, why does my man do this? And I'd be like, I think your man's doing this because of this. And I was the nice one. And, uh, you know, I'd get just destroyed. Where did the feedback come from? Twitter or something? Twitter, Instagram, um, they, they would post the links on uh, Twitter and Instagram primarily and Facebook, I suppose, as well. But I, I don't go to Facebook as much. So I would just get lit up on Instagram. Oh, my God. It was you know what it was? It was humbling. Made sure you had a nice, thick skin. Didn't take yourself a little too seriously. You know, it's good stuff. Yeah. Same thing's going to happen today on here. So I'm glad you guys joined us. Um, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> hey, Drink heavily. We, uh, Jason, yes. really cool fact. Before we get going today, when we did the man panel together, we actually were able to be there on the last, I think it was the second to last day before Kathy Lee Gifford officially yep. left the Today Show, had our last episode. It was special for me. That was a big deal. Was that a it was. Years? It was. Yeah, it was two years ago. You know, it was right before COVID. And so um, it was kind of crazy because it, that when we first started off doing that, we were doing those... Uh, twice a month, I think it was. Then um, then it went to once a month, and then it went to kind of every now and then in spurts, you know? And, but it was Kathy Lee's favorite segment. So when Kathy Lee left the show, we kind of left with her with the intention of coming back, but then COVID happened and the whole world changed and we haven't gotten the call yet. But it's, yeah. this, might, this might get us back on their radar, guys. Yeah. This might do it. Yeah, we did it with, uh, towards the end, we were doing it with Jimmy Allen, Jason. Uh, the country singer, and oh, really? uh, yeah, he was kind of like such a great guy. Yeah, great guy. He was kind of coming up, and he was he was popular back then. I think he had a number one when we did it, and now he's like one of the biggest, if not the biggest thing in country music. Oh yeah, he's everywhere. Uh, he's and he's married now too. I don't know if you remember Ben, but back then he would always be like, "So guys, I mean, you know, what if I was the next Bachelor? What would you yeah. guys think about that?" Like he was always picking our brains. I'm like, "You'd be amazing, man." But uh, yeah, now he's Great. married, very happily married, which is good for him. He's a good dude. Yes. Uh, Jason, there was a question that was asked. We, we actually went out to, uh, we had a special episode. We went out to the Monterey Peninsula with Chris Harrison. Uh, if you remember who that is, uh, the former host of The Bachelor. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Rings um, a bell. <laughs> Wells Adams and Andrew Firestone. The four of us uh, went out to Monterey Peninsula and played. Wells had a really interesting question for Andrew, and I want to ask you guys the same thing. How often do you get recognized from The Bachelor today? You're in very similar places in life that Andrew's in. I mm-hmm. won't tell you what Andrew answered. I would like to hear from the two of you. We'll start with Jason. Good question. I mean, it's been a it's been a heavy like downhill fall over the last decade. Yeah. I mean, it used to, it used to be like. People would say something and then then it went to like, hey, then you'd hear him whisper as you walk by, right? Like, is that the dude? Is that the dude from The Bachelor? Uh, now, I don't even, it's probably like once a week yeah. at the most. I mean, it's, it's not, I mean, it still happens, of course, but it's not like we, I just wrote a kid's children's book and we were at the, at the, uh, doing a, a signing nearby mm-hmm. and people had no idea it was me except for one person goes, wait, you're that dude? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, I, I'm not good at my marketing. What the hell? Well, no, Jason, you know, to be but to be fair though, you didn't have a beard back then. You know what I mean? Like, so I feel like I feel like the beard maybe kind of makes it more difficult for you to be recognized. You know what I mean? That's what I would think. Yeah. What about you, Bob? Um, I still, you know, it's interesting. There are moments yeah. where I get it, where I get it kind of a lot, uh, and then there are other moments where. You know, I could have like a, a neon billboard pointing at me and being like and, you know, with a rose on it and be like, hey. But uh, I was talking about this just the other day, how um, my mother still thinks that I am like Elvis Presley in her yeah. head. And she, she'll she be like, oh, my gosh, I was at the grocery store today. And everyone's like, wait, you're Bachelor Bob's mom? I'm like, yeah. 
I'm like, Mom, that's that's interesting because I was at that grocery store, uh, you know, two days ago and no one even said a word to me. But you're in the chicken section and somehow they recognize you. OK, so, you know, it's funny. My dad is very similar. My dad will go to the grocery <laughs> store and we don't even live in the same state. But, you know, a decade, you know, 12 years later, he'll be up at the front of the line and he'll be like, you know, my son, Jason, was the bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where he's like, would you like paper or plastic? <laughs> <laughs> That's my mom, dude. It's, it's so funny. And my mom will be like, Tell it. Oh, yes, I hear from Estella all the time. She reaches, you know, I'm like, really? Because she doesn't really talk to me very much, but that's nice. I think. It's, it does. I was going to say it begs the question. Oh, I can get it. I, I totally understand it. Uh, I can relate to that. Jess and I were just talking about it last night. The people in our life, like the grandmothers, especially my grandmother, um, is still like very much into it. I can't imagine the things that are said to be like how you how they enter that into the conversation. Like you're at the oh, grocery yeah. store, somebody walks yeah, by yeah. people yeah. magazine and you just go, I remember right when my son was on the front of it. And they go, What is <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Tell me more. And you're like, Oh yeah. Oh, never mind. It's not a big deal. He was just the bachelor. Uh yeah, Anywho, you might know him. Just, yeah. You may have heard of him. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's so that's true. my mom for sure. Sounds like Jason. It sounds like we all got that family member. Oh, I like God. it. I couldn't be a professional athlete, so I might as well uh do something that they're, you know, they can talk about. Uh, Jason, you just mentioned your children's book. Uh, tell everybody about it. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow, I got a platform? Oh, yeah. Okay, so going back, this is even before I was on The Bachelor. Mm -hmm. My son, would, I think he first when he first walked in on me taking a poop, Yeah. He he's like, well, what are you doing? And he was learning how to potty train. And he's like, well, you're making a funny face. And I said, well, <laughs> everybody has a poopoo -poo face. There's no joke. And... Uh, so from that, so that he was three at the time and he would go to everybody in his life, whether it was his teacher, his mom or anybody and ask them what their poopoo -poo face was. Yeah. Oh and my gosh. So fast forward, I wrote this book again, it's 12 years ago and it just came to life. We like the books just came in and it's called what's your poopoo -poo face. And it's about a little boy that goes around. So we went from him going to ask his teacher and his mom and his dad to like going around the world with his imagination, asking dinosaurs and unicorns and mermaids, everybody what their poopoo face is. So good. Where can people find it? <laughs> but, but the thing you have to know is at the end of the story, he doesn't even figure out what his mom's poopoo face is. Is so Because moms don't poop. Everyone yeah, knows that. No, they never. <laughs> that's not a thing. Now, Jason, if, you, if there's parents listening, uh, why would they want to buy this to read with and alongside of their children? And then where could they find it? No, oh, it's so nice, man. Um, it's really a potty training book. We okay. targeted this. I mean, we wrote it when Ty was three years old, even before the bachelor stuff mm -hmm. and uh, about him learning how to potty train. And that's what, that's kind of the, the heart of it. You can buy it anywhere. You can buy it on Amazon, Etsy. We have a website. What's your poo poo face? We haven't really done any real marketing for it quite yet. So this is my first like out there outside of the book signing the other day. So thanks, man. Yeah. Look for what's your poo poo face. I can't imagine awesome. the people competing over that domain name. That's going to be a very oh, interesting God. group of yeah. people. It was, Guys, it was, by the way, while I was listening to that story, I just bought that domain. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and Bob, uh, you are a part of the Almost Famous family right now. Here it's going great. Yeah, uh, it's been fun. Thank we've you. We've talked about it, but just in case people missed it, uh, tell everybody about your podcast that you have with Almost Famous. Yeah, you know, when you first had, I think you were one of the first podcasts that I was on that actually people listened to. Um, and uh, I think I said it then. I meant no disrespect, but I was like, how do you even listen to a podcast? Because I really didn't know. I'm like, I, you know, I've done this podcast with you and I actually a few times and I don't really know where to listen to it at because I don't know how to find it. And, um, and that's only because I had come from the, the serious, you know, I was, a, I had a show on Sirius XM for a little while and I knew how to find that. Yeah. I just, I'm just clueless when it comes to technology. And anyway, um, we, uh, Trista Sutter and I, uh, are doing the almost famous OGs, which is a spinoff of course, of the almost famous brand that you and Ashley have done so amazingly well with. And, uh, when you guys went on a little hiatus, you let us plug in there and have some fun and tell some stories and. The Maz, Jason Maznick, uh, you will be a guest soon, I'm sure, Mr. Maznick, sir. Um, but we, uh, we've we been revisiting um, with some people from each of our seasons here and there, and um, it's been a lot of fun. It's been a, a, a lot of fun. I actually like it, though, when we get into the uh, 
IG versus OG. Like, you know, how life has changed from now, from uh, when I was on the show. I was on the show 20 years ago, right? I was on the show yeah. in 2003, 2004. So, um, you know, 18 years ago, I guess. Uh, so it's it's been um, 18, 19 years ago. So it's it's fun to kind of reflect on that and see where we've gone. Like, I, now I finally have a reason uh, to have someone, you know, watch Disney movies with me because I have kids. Back then, it just seemed creepy. I guess. <laughs> I <don't know. laughs> uh-huh. No, you. That's uh, true. We talked about it with uh, this last week when we were in the Monterey Peninsula, just about the evolution of the show, the differences in the show, the things that have happened. Um, before we get into headlines, there's been a lot of headlines recently of people speaking out against the show. Past contestants. Um, not as much leads. Every once in a while you get a lead that gets upset with something and they they kind of come out against it. Very few times are people speaking out in support of the show. I think it's just kind of hard to do and oftentimes you feel jaded somehow towards this thing that, that you went on. When you all were on the show, I guess we'll start here with Bob because it is you know 20 years ago compared to 12 years ago. Were people speaking out publicly against the show back then uh, or did you feel like the show was different where everybody was pretty happy? coming off of it and getting to do it? I mean, you know, everybody's going to be different. And I think you're always going to have, you know, we were all, we, all three of us actually were on the bachelor at first, Mm -hmm. then the bachelor. And I feel like back then the only people that you really heard saying stuff were the guys who thought they should have been chosen to be the bachelor when, and they'd be like, Oh, well they talked to me and I turned it down. That's why they went to Bob, you know, or whatever, you know, you would hear stuff like that. And you know, you, you take it with a grain of salt at that time. And, and, um, but I mean, I heard it every year, you know, and I'd go, I, I was kind of the guy that would be like, Oh, they want to talk to me about the show. And yeah, you know, well, they asked me to do it. I said, no. And I'm like, really? That's interesting. Cause you sure seem to be, you know, enjoying your run from it and talking about it more than the guy they just asked to be the bachelor. That's kind of weird. <laughs> so, you know, it, but it's, it's with a grain of salt, you know, and I will say, you know, um, I probably had a little bit of a period there. Um, cause I had, I had some legal issues with, uh, with the bachelor family at that time. And, um, but you know, I came out of it the other side, I, but I still, uh, even when I was going through that, I wasn't talking ill about it because it gave me such an incredible experience and, the life that I had as a result of going on that show, even though I didn't marry someone from the show, was really, really awesome. Yeah. And so, I mean, I always looked at it from the standpoint of, you know, man, if would my life be like what it is right now if I hadn't done that? Likelihood is no. Even though it wasn't maybe exactly what I wanted from a romantic relationship or whatever, I was still at this place as a result of doing it. And so I was trying to always be the big picture guy. So, yeah, I, I, I definitely didn't hear it as much back then as I hear it now. And of course... That was a different time. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I, you know, I can say, honestly, I don't think we were nearly socially as socially aware as people are today and for better or for worse. Um, and, you know, so, I mean, from that perspective, I would say it was a, a little more of an innocent time of that show, of the show and um, and everything else. I'd, I'd be interested to see because Jason's right in the middle of us. I'd be interested yeah. to see, you know, his experience from that, too. Uh, yeah, you know, I was pretty negative. Like I had a negative experience when it ended yeah. Um, yeah. and had some, some harsh conversations with like, it wasn't even about the public. It was like the behind the, the Oh, Molly's peeking in. Hi, Molly. Hi, Molly. They all say hi. <laughs> um, uh, it's just some negative experience with all the production stuff. Um, but I think, I think I got past that. But what, what, what occurs to me about this kind of like being so more socially aware. <clears throat> and I've told this story a couple of times is that, when they were asking me to be the bachelor and they said, you know, and I would ask every week, I would say, have, have they made a decision yet? Because decisions made by, you know, ABC. And I remember they came to me and they said, it was something really interesting. They said, well, they really want you to be the bachelor, but they're not sure if America's ready for a Jewish guy to be the bachelor. And I was like, well, I mean, and I know it's nothing against like the guy at ABC, uh, Jeff, who made the decision, he was a Jewish guy, Mike, Fleiss is a Jewish guy. So it had nothing to do with like their thoughts about Jewish people, but it really did at that point in time. And, you know, and I know it's all all about ad dollars, but at at that point in time, they were so afraid to shake what was happening. Like there was conversations I remember back then about, you know, I don't, they would say, well, we don't think America's ready for a Jewish guy. Like maybe they're not ready for somebody of color. Mm -hmm. Right. So I think that was right in the middle ground where like maybe they took somewhat of a risk on me 
But I think if you look at it, like I think anytime Judaism came up, they would cut it out. Mm. It ended up being like, hey, we're not we're not going to even go there at this point. Um, I was going to say, I, I didn't even know that you were Jewish. Yeah, that, exactly. that was good. yeah. I mean, anytime that that came up, whether it was like with my family or like it was all cut out of the show, like we weren't ignoring yeah. it, but it was just they didn't put it in the show. And it, I don't think it's anything like when I go back to it, like Jeff and Mike and me, like we're all, you know, not practicing real Jewish guys, Jew, heavily Jews, but like it, it is in our family. But I think from that point on, like things have changed dramatically yeah. Yeah. And in a good way. Uh, you know, I had a little bit of that. I remember, too, because I was the first divorced bachelor. Mm. And I remember, you know, I don't know if America's ready for, but, but I gotta be honest, I was so, I was sort of like, I was okay with not being the bachelor because I was, I thought I was like the lovable loser from Trista's season. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm having a lot of fun. I don't know if I necessarily want to go on there and, you know, mess this up. But, uh, but I remember them saying that and I was like, well, if they're not, you know, I understand that makes sense, you know, or whatever. And then they, you know, then they came back and were like, we want you to be that guy. So yeah, I mean, I like I I think like Jason said, you know, I think we all probably had moments where we were irritated or whatever, but it was probably just a level of volume that we gave to it, right? Yeah, and today it does. It feels like the people speaking up to are the ones that weren't chosen as leads, or that um, a lot of times it's like the it, 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 from the headlines, and we'll probably get into it today too when we read them. Is the paradise is the spinoffs like the show? They feel like the show gave them a bad edit, misedited them. And, you know, that's, uh, I, it's fair. It's hard to know if you're not there. You, yeah. you don't really know. But it does seem just to to drive the point forward is that people are speaking up more and more. And I wonder if that will continue. And I wonder what that does to the show. Hey, I have a funny story before we take a break here and we start with the headlines. Uh, this last week, uh, gentlemen, going back to if you get recognized or not, I, uh, I was in Nashville, Tennessee with my uh, with my in-laws and my uh, 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 brother-in-law, my wife, my sister-in-law. We had a wonderful dinner. We did like a, a dinner at three different spots, appetizers, dinner, dessert kind of thing. We're at one place called the Urban Cowboy in Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm saying if your egos ever get kind of like hurt, just go back to Nashville and sit in a spot for a bit. It's like the target demo for this show. Yeah. It feels like for the last <laughs> 25 years. But we're at this place called the Urban Cowboy. It's awesome. Incredible pizza, incredible drinks. We're standing in line and um, with my father-in-law. Uh, my wife is to my left uh, and my brother-in-law. And this group of girls come up and they go, can we get a picture? I said, of course. Take a picture. Uh, they're very sweet, very nice, asking me very easy questions. And then all of a sudden, I'm standing there, and I'm texting on my phone, and I have an arm come and smack my arm down, like smack it down. I look over to my right, my right shoulder, and this girl goes, you're a liar. And I'm oh. like, uh, what? And she goes, you're a liar. And I was like, I, and I, in my head, I was thinking, this is either about to get really awkward for me or really weird because everybody like my wife is here. My father-in-law is here. She goes, you're a liar. And I said, I don't know how to answer that question, but like, can I get some context? Cause, and if, if, yeah. if it's, if it's context that is my father-in-law shouldn't hear, can we, can we step aside? Uh, for, <laughs> for, for this? Um, and she goes, you're not Ben Higgins. And at that point I realized that she was probably a couple drinks too deep. I don't know how to answer that. And so I said, here's my ID. And she goes, I don't even care. You're not him. You're a liar and walks away. And in that moment, I realized that it's been a couple years since I've really been out in public, like in a big group setting. It just hasn't happened. It's not like a part of my life as much anymore because of COVID and because I'm married and I like to stay inside. At that moment, I realized I don't miss it, guys. I don't miss it at all. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny you say that yeah. because... As Molly walked by, yeah, and I was telling her I was doing this, she is like, I am all done with, I don't even want to talk about The Bachelor anymore. Yeah. She is so anti, even like, I think it's just she's had the conversation so many times. Yeah. That she's just like, I'm done. Yeah. yeah. She says hi to you guys. Yeah, well, hello. Oh, hi. Bro. Hey, Molly. I get it. I get it. My, I bet my <laughs> wife and I have talked about the show five times in our marriage or our time together in a relationship. It just doesn't come up. And I get to yeah. still talk about it on here. So I get my, well, you know, everything I need out of it. Hey, we're going to take a break, gentlemen. When we come back, we do have some Bachelor headlines. Usually Ashley walks me through these. 
I'm not good at them because I don't typically know what's going on in pop culture and around the Bachelor world. She likes to, and she does know, and she's really good at it. So we're going to try to get through this together when we come back on this week's Monday Man Panel of the Almost Famous Podcast. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style wall. The space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross, you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health slash FAMOUS. Hey, it's Ben. And it's Ashley. And we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths. LifeVac is the easiest, safest, and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one. Visit lifevac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS to save 20% and secure your home kit today. That's lifevac.net and enter promo code ALMOSTFAMOUS. All right, everybody, it's time for this week's Bachelor Headlines. We have a lot of them. Uh, They're good and juicy, and we have two gentlemen here who are going to help us break them down. Are you guys ready? Do you feel like you're suited for this role, do you feel like you're ready? Suited and booted, buddy. I'm I, ready. I, I don't even know what the heck we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a blast. This is going to be so good. Okay. First headline is this. Katie Morton 
teases moving in with her boyfriend, James Rowe, as soon as they can. Gentlemen, my question for you is, do you know Katie Morton? And do you recommend moving in with your boyfriend or girlfriend? Is there a certain time period that you think it works best? I'll let Jason go first. Uh, I think Katie Morton, that her family invented the seasoning salt. Uh, <laughs> Morton. You know, I Morton. was going to say the same thing. Were yeah. you really? No. I don't know who she is. <laughs> but it's funny you say this because I remember I took a like a speech class in college and my whole debate, actually the debate class was on cohabitation. Um, huh? And I, being the liberal, you know, Northwesterner, took the side of absolutely how are you going to know what it's like, how you're going to fit together, um, and debated against somebody who was against it. So I'm absolutely for it. I think it's a great idea. But and and I've done it before, but it only works out some of the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'd say fifty percent of the time it works out, thirty percent of the time. <laughs> um, but I do think that's interesting because Jason, you're now the father of a daughter. So the fact that you still have that feeling, I think, is pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I probably feel better about my 17 year old son doing it than my daughter doing it for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That- I, too, do not know Katie Morton, but I do love their salts and uh, their, their spices. <laughs> uh, but I would say, uh, yeah, you know, I think I think you almost in this day and age, I, I mean, I think there are some exceptions to that rule that really make it work. I think, Ben, you were an exception to that rule, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I mean, where we, you, you guys didn't live together and we didn't. We kind of, I mean, you know, we always said like we would spend like time together. She didn't even live out here though. So it wasn't like right. we did like long distance up until the last like couple months before we got married. Right. Yeah. And which is when she moved here, you still live separately for a couple months. Yeah. We had, uh, yeah, we got a house that she started to redo. I was up. I mean, we live in it now. I was up here a lot. I think we got a good taste of each other's like lifestyles and habits. I do though, feel like we've learned a ton in the last six months on how yeah. each other function. Like we're learning a lot, which I, I don't know. Maybe when you live with somebody before you get married, you kind of know, uh, there's been a lot of surprises. Nothing, luckily for us, it's like bad. It's just di- like there's just different surprises that we have had to work through, including like who, how do you pack the j- dishwasher and why do you put bowls in the plate section when there's not enough room in the plate section for this? Like those are conversations we have. That's a valid argument, by the way. Yeah, I'd take so. anybody on that one. I'm a big dishwasher guy. Wow. Yeah, I agree. I lived, uh, so Canyon and I didn't live together uh, before we got married. Uh, well, for the majority of our relationship. And then when I moved to Seattle um, and, and moved in next to Jason and Molly, that's when uh, we moved in together. So we we had been dating long distance up until that point. And then we moved in together in Seattle. And um, so I, I agree with you, you learn a lot. You learn a lot about somebody the second you start living with them. And some of it's good, some of it's not so good. So mm. might as well get it out of the way early, figure well, it out. Katie Morton is saying uh, that they're going to move in as soon as they can. So they're going that route. She's dating James Rowe, who is a professional soccer player. Uh, Katie's been talking about this relationship now for a bit. Uh, She's really happy. In fact, I remember her coming on the Almost Famous podcast and kind of hinting that she was dating somebody, but she hadn't announced it publicly yet. But that is a big deal. Um, Either way. Uh, no matter what your, I guess, belief or what you think is right for your relationship, it sounds like Katie is in a good place with her new boyfriend, and so we celebrate that. Well, speaking of boyfriends, everything we need to know about Madison Pruitt, Pruitt's uh, new BF. Uh, all, do you know who Madison Pruitt is? I'm Googling her. I know that I, name. Yes. I, she was I a runner-up. Runner-up. Was she on American Idol? No, she was. I do know her. She was the girl that was uh, the pilot guy's. Yeah, uh, Peter. Mom's choice. Like mom loved that one. Yeah, or something. Yeah, and then Sweet they ended girl. up fighting. Sweet yep. girl. They had a big falling out on after the final rose. Well, uh, Madison has been pretty uh, close to her chest about any of her uh, dates since the time on the show, but recently, because I think of the series of the relationship. She has came out publicly that she is dating Grant Trout. Now, you might recognize the Trout name. Uh, Kenny Trout, Grant's dad, is the billionaire founder of XL Communication and owner of Windstar Farms. 
They're out of Texas. So she is dating into a billionaire's family. Uh, what is going on here? <laughs> I say, well done. I say they should what, get married immediately. But yeah, wait, hold on a second. How come, okay, prehistoric times with Bob and I, when there wasn't social media, we'd, you'd fall off the show and you'd have to go to the bar mm-hmm. or wherever else, like a normal person. <laughs> now that people will fall off the show, they're dating. Is, is anybody dating Brad Pitt yet? Like, <laughs> Like you fall off the show and all of a sudden you're dating celebrities or billionaires. Yeah. Or like we have a headline here where somebody went on a date with Harry Styles. So yeah, I, I mean, I think nowadays yeah. if you're like known from the show, I think you've got a shot at like really getting in that Hollywood dating scene. Now this isn't a Hollywood dating story though. This is um, a story that I think they've probably met at a conference. I believe from my understanding that Grant uh, is uh, speaks a lot at churches. I don't know if we he is a, a pastor uh, by profession, but Madison also speaks at churches a lot, kind of does the traveling wow. circuit. And so I'm sure they kind of met through that. Also, uh, one of uh, Madison's big storylines during her time on the show was that she loved basketball, and Grant was a point yeah. guard for UC Santa Barbara. But he had a hip injury, so he didn't play a lot. But yeah, uh, the Trout family. In fact, guys, I was... Uh, Jessica and I really... Uh, have have done a few things with Madison. We really like Madison, and so when they announced their relationship, we kind of sat down and did a little research, and we we saw that they're at the Kentucky Derby. We were like, that seems really interesting that they would go to the Kentucky Derby together. Well, I believe that Grant's father owns a few horses that probably was racing in the Kentucky Derby. So mm. yeah, that's a good time. Well, if he it? owns Rich Strike, who is uh, horse number twenty one. Thank you, sir, because that was a nice day for me too. Did you did you take Rich Strike? I did. I sure did. How? How did you? Why would you even do that? What? So this was my seventeenth Derby in a row, mm-hmm. and I yeah yeah, and I love it. And I and, and this year, you know, we always do this big bet where we all put together some money, all the, all of us buddies, and we do uh, a superfecta lottery bet, right? So. A few years back, we actually won on it, which was great, but you're dividing it by 20, so it's not that substantial. And then this year, we did it again, and I was just a little bored with, with the fact that I had to wait till after the race to count out the tickets and look to see who won. So I went up to the window with the little winnings that I had from the race previous and just put 100 bucks on all the long shots. And so I just went through the book, and every long shot, I'm like, give me 100 bucks to win on this guy, 100 bucks to win on that guy type of thing. And uh, as I was walking away from the window, one of my buddies was walking up and they ran out of time to make their bets. So he split it with me. So he basically gave me half and we were like, okay, well, whatever happens, happens. And sure enough, we had that horse though in the book. It was horse number 20 that was listed at like 50 to one. And he went off at 80 to one, which was pretty awesome. Oh, oh, damn. Holy moly. What a day. You're you're one of the success stories. That's a good story. Uh, I was at... uh, Horse race this weekend in Nashville, Tennessee called Steeplechase, and everybody was talking about what if you would have put a hundred bucks on Rich Strike? What if you would have put a thousand bucks on Rich Strike? There's gotta be those oh people out there. Well, I know one of them. I can say. Yeah, I you have know this one guy of them, yeah. that I know. <laughs> Congrats, man. That's sweet. Yeah, that's big Thanks, deal. guys. Yeah. Thanks. Well, we were just kind of mentioning this headline uh, a second ago, but let's get into it now. Kate Gallivan. Uh, you might remember her uh, from her time on The Bachelor. Uh, it was a big storyline when she was on The Bachelor, uh, at least on the first couple nights, that she had gone on a date with Harry Styles. Well, here's the headline. Kate Galvin shares the story of her date with Harry Styles. Now, gentlemen, it wasn't received well by the Bachelor public, I guess, um, because people were saying that's not true. Prove it. How, uh, you can't sh- sh- you know, prove that it happened. And people were also saying, well... How does Harry Styles feel that you're using his name uh, for credibility? So recently, Kate Gallivan went on uh, clickbait with Joe, Natasha, and Tia and shared her, her story. She confirms, I did go on a date with Harry Styles in 2014. It was right when I moved to LA, which was such a mind F because I was like, is this just what happens when people lived here? It was so insane. He was still in One Direction at the time. He was 20 in 2014, and I was 24. She went on to explain how she and Harry connected, sharing, I was an assistant at CAA. That was my first job in LA. It was so crazy to me to be in such a nice building with all these famous people. Harry's agent ended up setting it up, 
and we texted for a little bit. Went to Petite Hermitage. You know that restaurant? Yeah, it's a great idea. I love that restaurant. Oh, I actually have been there. Um, yeah, it's really good. Never even heard of it. Uh, I guess it's yeah. in West Hollywood, um, and there was no paparazzi. Uh, they had a, a sweet uh, interaction. He was very engaging and curious about her life, and I thought it was so cool and a change of pace. Um, that was where it played out. So, hey, she's confirming it. She's given details around it. Harry's never spoke out against it, so Bachelor Nation, it's time to accept it. Kate Galvin went yeah. on a date with Harry Styles. It was I think just everybody's jealous. It's funny because yeah. even Molly and my nine-year-old talk about Harry Styles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I would go out with him too. That's, yeah, well, that's fair. Who wouldn't? Yeah. For God's sake. He's a good looking guy. Come on. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that's just speak to you with a powerful clean and refreshing scent clorox sentiva cleans like clorox and feels like confidence get yours now at a retail store near you want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all the latest spring trends at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit we're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops, and I mean every style for spring. There's something for the guys, too, with deals on brand name shirts. And you can get outside this spring with savings on outdoor tableware. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. If you really love savings, head to Ross today. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/slash famous you can use the promo code famous that's promo code famous at twc.health slash famous hey it's ben and it's ashley and we want to let you know that choking is the fourth leading cause of accidental deaths LifeVac is the easiest safest and only non-invasive choking rescue device that can save the life of your loved one visit lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous to save 20% and secure your home kit today. 
That's lifevac.net and enter promo code almost famous. All right, two more headlines here for you all before we close out. Uh, big one here. We kind of mentioned it a little bit ago. Uh, Blake Hortzman and Natasha Parker ignite feud over fairness of Bachelor in Paradise. This is according to Us Weekly. Now, Blake Hortzman, uh, who is a friend of mine, Natasha is a friend of mine as well. I like them both, but this was interesting to watch. I don't know if you guys saw this, but Blake, uh, in summary, came on his Instagram. People were asking him questions. They were talking about the editing of Bachelor in Paradise. And he said, hey, just be careful and stay away from any company people, meaning anybody that has a podcast with Warner Brothers. If they go onto the beach, they're going to get a good edit because Warner Brothers wants them to look good. It's good for their podcast. It's good for their brand, et cetera, et cetera. He said, don't get on their bad side. Well, Natasha comes out, who has a podcast with Warner Brothers, clickbait, and says, that's not fair. That's not true. Um, she feels like Blake was diminishing her personal experience on Bachelor in Paradise by saying that she just got a good edit. He, she says pretty much, um, if you're like toxic, uh, then, or I guess what she's really saying here, I'll just quote her because it's, it's going to be more fair to her. Um, she said this via her Instagram story on May 12th. Um, she says, I have a problem. If you're taking what Blake is saying and you're rallying behind it, you're basically excusing toxic behavior, which means she's saying, hey, if you're not doing well on the beach, you're not going to look good in the public eye. And if we just start saying everybody that goes on the show because they work for the company looks good, well, we're excusing toxic behavior. Gentlemen, what do you think? Man, I'll tell you what. That beach show scares me. (laughs) I don't know how else to say it. That... You go on that show, it's basically like you're going on to Survivor, real world. You're going on, you're building alliances. It's terrifying. I I got to be honest. So I think, you know, you go on those shows, you're definitely going to have some people coming with some angles. They're smart. They've been in the series. They know how it plays. So, you know, I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's merit to both sides of what each of them are saying. But my guess would be, at the end of the day, you know, the, the edit is is really up to what you give them in content. You know, if you don't say it, they can't use it, right? You guys might be able to help me out. I actually, one of the, se- I can't even tell you what season was. They had Molly and I go down there to like talk to some of the couples. Yeah. And we're, this is not on camera by any means, but somebody, Ben, you might remember this. Somebody jumped out of their hotel room and broke their ankle. Yeah, because they were- bell at all? I thought it was because they were messing around with the producer. Somebody was messing around with the producer and somebody jumped out of, out of their hotel room onto like tile, tile ground in Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. I think they got a fine edit though. Yeah. I think they were fine. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's hard to say again, you can't say it without being there. Um, right. It's just interesting to see two, you know, cast members arguing about this i've always said i've never and from my own personal experience i've never been on a show inside this franchise where somebody looked worse than what they behaved like on the show other than olivia uh caridi who i do think was unfairly criticized i don't even know if she looked that bad on television i think she was just like the only villain on the season so people just chose to go after her um so i i don't know i haven't been around i guess enough of these shows to know if there's like always a villain or if they can edit it in but i know yeah. that they, they've got to be able to i remember and this is granted it's you know a lifetime ago when i was on the bachelorette but i remember something was going on between a couple guys that were drinking yeah and i wanted to go up and kind of break up the disagreement and, yeah. I, and i was walking up there and I, me- I remember a producer pulling me aside and saying no 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 we don't want you to get involved you got to stay clean mm-hmm. so they already had you know because they had their eye on me as a clean yeah participant of the bachelorette that you know they they have to have something up their sleeves yeah. in some way they have some big they want yeah. people yeah so granted yeah. i could re- be remembering something foggy since it was in black and white <laughs> well yeah i mean I, I i'm sure it happens uh but it's just interesting to see those two arguing about it because they have yeah. two different experiences on the show um both well ben them, you know them both i mean yeah. you know from what they're saying it's got to be I mean, do you have a specific feeling on it or are you sort of just, I mean, I think, you know, it's funny. Blake is a buddy of mine. 
um, Blake made some bad decisions before he went on Paradise. I don't mm-hmm. know. I, be, I bet because of those decisions. I don't know if you can call him even bad. He made some decisions, right? He had dated or hooked up with multiple people going into that season. And I'm sure when the show found out about it, they put him in some really uncomfortable where there was no right way around it. Right. You know, situations when he was on the beach, which probably made him feel like you've cornered me. You've made me look bad before I can even explain myself. Natasha, um, you know, she got a lot of love this year because she couldn't find love on the beach and everybody kind of like pushed her aside or, or didn't like really engage in her or share the similar feelings that she did. And so, um, you know, I think for her, that was her experience. I don't know if there was a bad way. Maybe there was that we weren't seeing, but I just think there's two people having very different experiences from the show and also two people benefiting very differently from the show. Blake is uh, a DJ. He's very busy doing that. Natasha works for Warner Brothers, um, and she's probably very thankful for that. So two totally different experiences, two totally different paths. And, it, and we get to see kind of their feelings towards the show play out right in front of us on social media. Yeah. It's always so much fun. Yeah. yeah. So, much, so much fun. So much fun. Hashtag like. I'll hashtag like them both. Uh, yeah, we got to. They're good people. That's my savvy. That's my savvy uh, social media approach. Hashtag yeah, that was like a couple them. years ago. But like you're doing all right. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Speaking of Bachelor in Paradise, Demi Burnett, who has been on Bachelor in Paradise a couple times, fan favorite. Everybody loves her. Uh, she was kind of a villain or kind of like somebody that people talked a lot about. Went on Paradise. Um, people fell in love with her even more than they did before. She went on Paradise again this last season. Didn't work out for her. Um, well, she is quoted here, and this is where as much as we can really say about it. Uh, she's quoted saying, she will never go on Paradise again. I'm way out of their league. That's what the 27-year-old reality star exclusively told Us Weekly on Thursday, May 12th, while attending the Rolling Stones Time uh, Meta Creators issue event at the Hearst Estate in Beverly Hills. So I think we can count on Demi Burnett never attending Bachelor in Paradise again because, hey, she's out of their league now. Um, God, it makes us want her even more. Yeah, I know. Gosh. you good. Bring her on. Yeah. Good for her confidence. I'm going to get a petition going, I think. Yeah. I mean, hey. She's confident. Also, last week we talked about Scott Disick and Bachelor's current Olympios uh, being seen together in Miami. Uh, Scott Disick, uh, from I guess what Ashley was telling me, and I think I do remember, know this, uh, he's been on the Kardashians. I believe he dated one of the uh, the the girls. He has a kid. He has a kid. What I know this with Courtney. He's got, a, he's got children with one of them. I think it's yeah, with, Courtney. with Courtney. Yep. I know this. I know this story. Yes. Okay. Well, they were seen together. Uh, out and about in Miami. They're not dating. Nothing serious is going on. Uh, that was shut down. So I just want to k- fill that gap in because there's a lot of people wondering what's going to be going on there. They're just hanging out. I don't know. Going out to a nice dinner as friends. That's always good. Hey, she she's she's cute. She was the one that was, was I believe she referred to herself as platinum. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, Wait, what was platinum. Yeah, the platinum. Yeah, she's platinum. The platinum vagine, the vagine. I, I believe it was. Yeah. Yes. Good for I, I thought she she was good TV, man. So yeah. was Scott Disick. So I, I could imagine the two of them be entertaining together. I would love to sit down at dinner with the both of them, especially if like, they're <laughs> trying to figure out a love connection. That would be fantastic oh to gosh. see how they are describing themselves to each other. Um, yeah, if Lord Disick is, is in uh, in Platinum, have a chance to <laughs> split an appetizer, I'm there for it. Oh, Count man. me in. Uh, two last headlines. Um, I'm going to actually save what I believe the biggest for last. So here's one headline. The Bachelor is renewed for season 27 by ABC. That's a big deal. Uh, I don't know um, if anybody was questioning if it would be renewed or not, uh, but it is uh, getting renewed, even though the ratings have been down uh, over the last uh, couple years here. ABC is going to continue to air The Bachelor. So, hey, we still have a show to talk about. That's big for us. Gives me uh, another year, I bet, uh, a couple years of employment. Hey, biggest uh, <laughs> headline of the week. Congratulations um, to somebody uh, that I respect, admire, really two people that I respect, admire, um, really uh, wanted to see, um, especially JoJo Fletcher shine bright and find somebody perfect for her, and she did. Because her and Jordan Rogers are married after six years 
of dating that happened this last weekend. They are happy. Oh. They're off now. It looked like to their honeymoon. Um, Bachelor Nation pals, Raven Gates and Adam, uh, and as well as Becca Tilly, uh, were among the attendees. So from everybody here at the Almost Famous Podcast, especially me, um, congratulations to the two of them. Uh, they seem great together. Where'd they go on their honeymoon? Did anybody know? I don't know yet. We're going to find out. We'll break that down next week. Um, I yeah, I, the- loved, I, I loved JoJo. I thought she was a great season to watch. And, yeah. Um, and Jordan, I mean, you know, I'm sure that dude has been, you know, he's he's heard enough about his brother to last him a lifetime at this point. So, <laughs> yeah. But uh, I always thought, I always thought they seemed like they had a really great relationship, you know, from what I've seen and who I know that know them. So I think that's pretty awesome. Good for them. Good yeah, for them. Yeah, congrats to them. That's sweet. Yep. Yep. I, I need to find out where they went on the honeymoon. I'm sure it's someplace cool. I don't even know if they're uh, sharing it yet. You don't really want to share that, right? If you're on your way there, because I'm sure yeah. the two of them would get a lot they, of cameras. Where, where do they live? Do you know? Ben? All over the place. They've been seen in Nashville. They've been seen uh, for the most part in Puerto Rico. Um, I also know that Jojo was living in Dallas as of a few years ago. So I think they kind of bounce around now. I do believe their main hub is Puerto Rico though at this point. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah, Going down with all the crypto Kings. Um, yeah, I love it down there. That's beautiful. So, hey, guys, uh, follow my lead here uh, in a second as we close. You just got to kind of copy what I say, but use your name to fill the blank. We'll see how you do. Uh, it was awesome hanging out with you all. Thanks for doing this. Uh, thanks for being here again. Uh, what's your poo-poo face or what? what's your what face? Ah, what's your you're doing face? it. You didn't even mean to do it. Yeah. <laughs> What's your poo-poo face? Uh, by Jason Mesnick. Uh, everywhere you can find books. Um, make sure to check out uh, Bob Guinea and Trista Sutter on their podcast. Uh, just thanks for hanging out today. Um, thanks for doing the little man panel. It's been a lot of fun. But with that, this has been another episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. I've been Ben. This has been another episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. I've been Bob. This has been another episode of the Almost Famous Podcast. This is Bob Ben Jason. <laughs> there Bob. you go. Perfect. Bob ben. We'll talk to you later, everybody. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. What keeps baby's skin healthy? a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, Free and gentle, cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With free and gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Child-proofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good.
What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is... And I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.